Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and do we have an exciting episode of Corver's Corner? This might be the most exciting episode we've ever done, as Mark uh, was at a historic baseball game uh, between the Quad City River Bandits and the Cedar Rapids Colonels right there at the Field of Dreams. Uh, welcome back to the program, Mark. Uh, as always, Dave, it's a pleasure, and then some. So, uh... You texted me that you were having one of the best times of your life. What what was it like? Um, well, I know the last time I talked to you, you were thinking about doing a two-parter, but just, uh, yeah, I got into Dyersville about maybe two or so. Uh, got to the field around three, and I'm glad I got there when I did, because as the game was starting, people were still coming in and trying to find their seats. So talk about the magnitude, the scope of how big this thing was. Uh, they had, you know, uh, players dressed up like the, uh, you know, the Sox, the ghost team, if you will, take pictures with them. There was a stand right as you're walking into. Um, man, just a great experience. Uh, the one, I was a little bit disappointed in the, um, they, the most of the merchandise was geared towards the major league game, which that I can understand. They didn't have too much before the minor league game, save like a program. They had a pin. Uh, they had a hat. Uh, I elected not to get. I wanted to get a T-shirt, but surprise, surprise, they didn't have it in my size because I like to eat uh, bacon a little too much. I just had some bacon myself. Man, oh. But uh, I didn't get to sample any of the uh, the food. I was, I guess, all that hungry. I had a couple of uh, I packed some John Deere Bush lattes in the cooler. Figured, hey, in a cornfield, might as well have a John Deere Bush light. So, you know, shared with a couple people, and yeah, overall, great time. Well, corn, John Deere, and Bush light are probably the three most iconic things about Iowa. <laughs> it was nice for you to combine all three of them into it. Yeah, and, and baseball. Um, uh, I guess Frank Thomas, he owns a controlling interest on uh, like the entity that owns the, the Field of Dreams site. He was there, made an appearance. And you know, this was broadcast on the MLB network. And somehow, somebody, I guess the camera's like, what's that guy with the antlers? Let's put him on TV for two seconds i didn't get to i don't know if it'll replay on the mlb network at all but well, it probably will i think the game was was way more successful than even anticipated it, it looked like a, a near sold out crowd didn't it yeah i i would assume i mean if it wasn't sold out it was damn near close i from my understanding the venue can hold around eight thousand people i am I would think, you know, if any minor league ballpark, that might be, you know, max attendance. I guess it depends on the setup of the venue, of course. But, uh, yeah, to me, it looked in years sold out when, you know, with the uh, home team, Davenport Blue Sox, against the Cedar Rapids Bunnies. Was rooting. I was hoping the Bunnies would hop to it, but I don't know. Maybe they put something in the – when they, like, fed them the Dyersville corn, they maybe put some uh, – pesticide on it or something because uh was not very good for the bunnies last night well i think we'll credit that to the quad cities pitchers but uh what was it just the 
I, you, you sent me a lot of pictures of the field. It had such an old school look to it. And uh, then the players are in the 1930s uh, uniforms. I saw a picture of Harold Reynolds and, uh, uh, you know, broadcasting the game. They were dressed like 1930s. Oh, my God, this was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, the yeah, – they had you know, a, a video board modernized, of course. But then to the right, they had you know, an old school – you had to like climb up on a ladder to change the scoreboard. Uh, I, every inning, they had people dressed like you know, they were in the 1930s, changing out advertisements. I thought that was a nice touch. You and you, know, the Field of Dreams, the actual site so you could you know, walk on, you play catch. And what I thought was kind of the coolest experience was to get from the, you know, like the movie baseball. Uh, diamond, you know, to the actual game, you had to literally walk through the corn. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, I've I seen some pictures of that, and I saw some pictures of you, like, with some of the ghost players standing by the corn, and it was, uh, it sounded like to me you were having fun from the minute you, you walked in there, and I think it exceeded your expectations, didn't it? Yeah, as I, uh, you know, after the game, a you know, a Fox affiliate out of Cincinnati talked to me for a couple minutes and reiterate what I said to them. To say the event exceeded my expectation is the understatement of the century. Yeah. It was an absolute blast. Um, and granted, I'm just a very casual, you know, baseball fan. I I went to the site, you know, a couple years, ago, a few years ago in June, a couple days before my birthday the corn wasn't as tall as it is now. So I, it was still a great experience. Don't get me wrong, but to be at the field of dream site and the corn is as high as it was, you can literally walk through it to the game. Um, actually, I'm surprised. No, but at least not that I saw somebody tried to pick and hear a corn from there. So I'm they're sure they're probably a little adamant about, Hey, uh, you don't be taking the corn from the field of dreams, but let me mind you that. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, look, uh, a lot of people are criticizing the, that they've commercialized the thing and everything, but I talked to people that went to the Yankees uh, White Sox game last year, and they said it was the time of their life. They said it was just an unbelievable atmosphere. It was, uh, you know, it, it maybe does take you back to a simpler time in America where things were so much uh more united and more better, you know, and, uh, um, and just everyone's having so much fun. And the baseball game is, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of the sideshow to the, all the other things. I saw Johnny Bench was there. Frank Thomas was there. I mean, uh, what was the, what was the atmosphere for the hours you were there before the game started? I mean, what kind of entertainment was there? What kind of atmosphere was it? Um, and also, side note uh, to who was there, our, uh, one of our Iowa Senators, Chuck Grassley, was there. I think he got introduced during the seventh uh, inning stretch and he got booed. I kind of got a chuckle out of that. I think he got booed at a Trump rally last time he was there. Uh, but uh, he was there. You know, they had a couple people, you know, tailgating and such. I didn't bring a, they said I brought my, uh, John Deere Bush lattes and shared it with, uh, you know, like, you know, a couple people. Then you, you got 
ticket got scanned in. Uh, I guess I think Kraft makes Lunchables. They had a looked like they had a display with a baseball diamond made out of you know Lunchables and such. So I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't look at that too terrible much. Uh, they had you know the ghost players walking around. You can take pictures with them. They had the field of dreams. Uh, specific to the, you know, the game that's going to be when, whenever you post this, it'll be on Thursday, I think it is. Do a lot of merchandise skaters towards that, and just to, they had a kind of another barn set up with more official, just towards the movie feel of dreams. You merchandise the the actual movie baseball field. You can run around, run the bases, play catch, and whatnot, and. Uh, walking from the movie site to the actual like diamond where the game was played at, that they had cardboard cutouts of the you know Cubs and Reds players. They had a a couple stations where if you were getting a little bit warm, they had a misting like fan station. I thought that was nice. And uh, uh, on the way back to the your vehicle, they had from the station from the ballpark to the Field of Dreams movie site, they had that area lit up. Like, you know, with lights and such. So, like, walking back was almost an even cooler experience. Man, and then uh, you, let, let's let's talk about, you know, what you did for the Heartlanders as far as the visibility. You're on the Jumbotron. You're on MLB Network. You're on the news in Cincinnati. I mean, uh, how much more? I mean, what? I don't think there was a better event for you to go to in, in the state of Iowa this summer to get some visibility for the Iowa Heartlanders. Yeah, probably the only one would be the Iowa State Fair that starts up here in a few days. I decided to kind of rep a couple of my favorite minor league teams, the course with the Colonels, uh, one uh, a bacon-themed jersey when they did I Love Pork Nights. So I rocked that and had my patent. Uh, uh, one of my favorite things to wear is my Zubas pants. Zebra striped in various colors, uh, rock me red and blue since they're a Minnesota Twins affiliate. And with the Iowa Heartlanders, I love one of my two other favorite things my beer hockey, a uh, yellow Heartlander shirt. So, trying to make a, some people aware, and they're like, Hey, what's the on I had a couple, I had a deputy there tell me, Hey, the antlers, the DNR is coming around, you might want to, you know, duck and cover. I'm like, Thanks for the tip, officer. So, well, it wouldn't make you know it wouldn't be authentic without some antlers coming out of that corn, you know. I yeah, mean, that, that's the total Iowa experience. Well, let's let's let me talk to you about AP Gaming. AP Gaming has been a big supporter of yours and a big supporter of the Iowa Heartlanders. And this guy shot. If you want to check out some of the best footage of this game, he's got some great shots of it. And uh, were you a, you were able to meet this guy? Yep. Um... Because I thought I have uh, met him before previously, and uh, he c- claims we met at uh, Back Pocket after a Heartlanders game. Probably why I don't remember is maybe I had one too many Heartlander loggers, but I digress. Uh, he was sitting, hey man, thanks for the, uh, I guess he was the one that hooked me up with the ticket, and you know, like, you know, really great guy, and so I want to, I can say thank you when you check out his. He, does, he makes a lot on the uh, latest MLB video game. He makes a lot of custom 
Stadium. So if you're into baseball video games, like check out his stuff. And then he does a review of ballparks and whatnot. And man, I'd say definitely this has been one of my top sporting experiences that I've ever been to. I will say that. Well, I, I just, uh, it, it just looked amazing. Plus this was a game you could actually go to. I mean, uh, you know, to, to get to the, to the Cubs Reds game, that's going to be Thursday night. Uh, you're going to pay 300 bucks. If you could get a ticket, if you win the lottery to, to even buy one of the tickets. And, uh, but this game was for everybody, wasn't it? Yeah. The, I'm not sure what the, uh, like I paid with taxes and such, like a little over ninety bucks, and like you, I, I you can I'm pretty much ask for a like better seat than what I had. So we were right behind home plate. Yeah, like a couple rows up, and and every every shot I saw that was from the crowd into the ballpark. You could see your antlers, you know, I mean, it was, uh, you stood out in a good way. And, uh, what about friends? It was, was it a friendly atmosphere? Was you, was you making new friends and finding people to drink beer with and such? Yeah. Uh, you know, chatted with some people, uh, a lady behind me, he's like, she, she did ask me actually, if I was wearing those antlers the entire game, I told her yes. And she kind of grumbled and a lady, <laughs> I was sitting next to her. You're like, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like, okay. I'm not. Well, I wasn't gonna worry about it anyway. But thanks for the. Uh, thanks for the support from you. But you were a big part of that game. And uh, what was it like to see your 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 face on that jumbotron? No, I thought that was pretty cool. Like the very first time they decided to put me on there, I'm like, you know, trying with. Uh, you load my uh, camera on my phone. It they you know, cut away from me. I'm like, oh darn! But they they decided to feature me again, so I got a couple of shots. So I you know, think that's cool. And, and you were even in the highlights they were showing, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, the uh, at the you know middle of the ninth inning, they like, oh hey, highlights of the game or whatever, and. I was one of the like, earlier things they got. I'm like, hey, that's cool. And yeah, I'd love to, if possible. Yeah, I'd love to watch the game back on the. Uh, I don't have the MLB network myself, but I can find somebody that does and see what happens. And I'd love to even buy a copy of the game if I could just to kind of relive the experience. Well, the, uh, the Heartlander fans were watching you. Yeah on TV and I put a picture of you on the Heartlanders page and it's, I mean, it's almost 70 likes to it already. Uh, you know, uh, people really appreciate what you're doing and the visibility that you're doing. So you were able to combine a good time and a good, uh, a good, uh, uh, way to promote the Iowa Heartlanders and, uh, your super fan thing. It's really branching out, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Um, somebody, uh, I, I forget that I, Brian, I think is the guy's name. Uh, supposedly his nickname for me is Corridor Corver. <laughs> was kind of, kind of funny. And uh, I know AP Gaming, uh, he knows me as Antler Man. So however you know me, you just you say hi. I don't think I'm that kind of scary guy. But, uh, you know, hey, talk to you. You buy me a beer, I'll be your best friend. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> was there so what 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 kind of response are you getting? What was people asking you about the Heartlanders or or why you were wearing the antlers or uh you know did did you create some awareness for the Heartlanders or or uh did people already recognize you from other events you've been to? Um like towards the end of the night a couple People actually recognized me as being the Heartlander super fan. I thought that was cool. A lot of them were like, hey, what's... And then, yeah, I said earlier, a couple people were like, oh, hey, you might want to watch out DNR. Like, you might tag you and stuff. But just telling them that with the Antlers wanting to rep a couple of my favorite minor league teams, the Cedar Rapids Colonels with the baseball, and the Iowa Heartlanders, you know, with the hockey and... So I talked to some people like, hey, season's starting up in October and you know, let them know if they want to come, how they can get tickets and go see if you know, maybe some people make their way to the uh, Extreme Arena. Well, you sure did. You sure did your part for making it visible and making it, uh, you know, I, I think it doesn't matter what minor league place you go to. People are recognizing you and people are appreciating your uh I guess infectious uh, enthusiasm for the Heartlanders and for Iowa, and uh, for the you know the I don't know they call it small time or uh, you make it big time out of the small time I guess, uh, and I know I appreciate it and and uh, I I suggested this to you uh, earlier this summer and I'm glad you embraced it and and went up there and did it. Yeah, it's definitely a, you know if and when they have another minor league game there even if it's not the colonels and river bands i definitely like to go to uh walking back i talked to a lady who claimed she uh, was working for the colonels in the office or i don't know exactly what she did uh, I, I cannot and she couldn't confirm this so take this for what it's worth but i know you alluded to earlier that they're I, for lack of a better term, maybe making it a little more commercialized, adding other things onto the property. Uh, because of construction uh, next year, that I don't think there will be a, even a minor league game at the Field of Dreams, or a major league game, rather. But in 2024, like possibly there'll be another major and maybe even a minor league game. Well, I was told uh, by the commissioner of Major League Baseball, he didn't tell me personally, but uh, that they were going to try and plan this for be a yearly event. And it's uh, it's really bringing a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Um, so I clicked on, a, I think, the Field of Dreams website itself and talking about how they're making this kind of even a citywide like, festival event. Like earlier... Uh, Yesterday, they were having a tailgate party uh, you know, in town somewhere. I didn't, yeah, I of course couldn't make that because I you work overnights and such. But uh, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be great for the city of Dyersville. I'm, I'm hoping they can at least do a major league game next year, a minor league game, who knows, Whoa. with them in construction and such for other things going on on the property. Well, they, they've got a year to get that construction done, and uh, it takes hundreds of hours. See, the first field they built was temporary. Everything was temporary, you know, because it was all planned for just one game, you know. But now, you know, I think you'll you'll eventually see the Twins there for a game and the, and the uh, 
you know, the Cardinals there for a game, maybe the Royals there for a game. The Royals and the Twins, actually, that's that was their uh, affiliates playing. Uh, the Quad Cities is the Kansas City Royals and the uh, uh, Cedar Rapids is the Minnesota Twins uh, uh, Class A affiliate. So uh, a lot of those players uh, that play at those two places and for those two franchises go on to be in the major leagues, be all-stars, uh, like say Byron Buxton hit the game-winning home run uh, in the All-Star game, and he was uh, he played for Cedar Rapids for a year. You know, Mike Trout played for Cedar Rapids. You know, I mean, it was uh, it's just a place where you you know you get and, and there's something special about seeing those players when they're 18, 19 years old. You know, and then following their career. You know, I mean, I saw Paul Molitor play shortstop for the Burlington Bees when I was a kid. You know. And he didn't play shortstop in the majors, but, you know, he went on to become a Hall of Famer, you know. So, and, and, you know, he always, every time he would come to bat, I would think, wow, I remember him when he was 18 years old, you know. But, uh, well, this was great. You got any uh, Heartlanders news you want to share before we let you go? Uh, I know they've signed a couple of new guys. Uh, I don't have uh, – you know, I, I don't have the names on top of on top of me, but I know we're getting some like new people in. There's supposed to be an I think open tryout sometime in September. You're looking forward to so there's an Isle Wild preseason game against the Rockford Ice Hogs. Supposed to be in early October. Tickets are available for that. And you know, Heartland it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a good time with uh you know, Heartlanders hockey, and it was absolutely great time at the Field of Dreams. Even if you don't, you can just come and like see the the field. It's an absolutely beautiful experience. <laughs> yeah, I I think it, the the Field of Dreams is the right name, isn't it? I mean, it's almost like Beyond Your Wildest Dreams is maybe even a better name. And uh, I see in the words of. Uh, you know, the movie, you know, they built it and people did come. <laughs> That's for sure. They sure did come. Year after year after year. You did mention you got to meet a couple players. Do you, do you know who they were? Or? Um, uh, Off the top of my head, I do not. Because uh, I know he signed the program for me. I took a picture with him. I don't have the programs in my vehicle at the moment, so I couldn't tell you who. But a real nice guy and... So hopefully I want to try and make a uh, – so I know on Sundays, for Sunday games with the Colonels, you can go down on the field and get pictures and autographs and such. So the next time they have a Sunday game, I might try and get a ticket for that and hopefully get my program signed. Yeah, you know what Roger Hornsby said? He said, uh, any player that won't sign autographs for uh, a little kid must be a communist. <laughs> But I, I, I think that's really beautiful that there was that kind of intimate reaction between the players and the fans and the, and the staff and, and uh, you know, with the Frank Thomases and Harold Reynolds there and Johnny Bench there. I mean, it's, you know, it just seemed like everyone was just absolutely loving it. Yeah, I couldn't, I don't think, if if somebody was there and they told you, like, the lady actually sat next to me. She wasn't and just a casual fan. She told me she had a great time. So, and granted, it's it was something special. 
Well, we've been talking to super fan Mark Corver, who kind of uh, really, um, you know, did a lot for the Heartlanders today. And we are so appreciative of your efforts that you do all the time. And uh, it, you know, this was another example of you going to the ends of the earth to promote the Heartlanders and to share this, what you find to be a great experience uh, and taking it, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're a treasure for Iowa. The governor should pass some kind of law where you don't have to pay taxes or anything anymore, Mark. Or at least he'll get me a uh, signed baseball by our uh, current vice president. But uh, that's a little inside baseball between you and me. But um, as always, you know, a great time. And, you know, like go Colonels. Hopefully they can win uh, the minor league equivalent World Series. And for the Heartlanders, let's get that Kelly Cup. And as always, unofficially, you're the deer. You're the deer, baby. You heard it right here on Round Guy Radio. And we... We, uh, Mark, uh, Corver's Corner is, is uh, always a lot of people listen to it, but let's make this the most listened to Corver's Corner ever. Uh, just uh, the, the, this is just a snowball of uh, anticipation and that it's going to be around for the, for the season opener. And, uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be there and see you at the Iowa Wild, uh, Rockford game. Oh, you gotta get a ticket. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, and thank you guys out there, the Iowa Heartlanders fans that listen to this program. We're out. <laughs>